Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improve. Hey, fellows. It's the first night of another season. Nerd Lord, have Hey. I am a super nerd. Oh, my glasses are broken. I am a super nerd. <laughs> I am a super nerd. Excelsior. Excelsior. Nerd. The Nerd School Podcast. Starring Andy. My name is Andy, and I am a super, super nerd. I'm a former um, entertainment journalist. TBJ. Hi. This is Tiffany. You may hear me be referred to as TBJ. TBJ, y'all. I am what I like to call a surprise nerd. Art Star. My name is Art Star. AKA Art Star. He's the nerd Gotham City deserves. And uh, yours right. truly, <laughs> call me Joe. Well, Thor then convinces his buddies uh, all to go to Jodenheim, even though they're not supposed to. Uh, Jodenheim, did I say that? Yeah. Right? Jodenheim, Jodenheim. Jodenheim. Yeah, because I actually wrote it with a Y, so I'd say it uh, <laughs> and not say it wrong. Um, and Heimdall lets them pass so they can find out how they, uh, so they can find out how the Frost Giants got past them. And this one's Idris, Idris Elba, uh, Charles from the Office, which I think this is the first time I put two and two together that that's because I've seen this before, but and I think I've only put that together because my daughter currently is on her seventeenth binge of the entire office season she's been binging it since the pandemic just over and over so when it left netflix i was not upset it's a great show it's funny but i've seen every episode a hundred times because she just watches it so over you're over the office is what over. you're saying yeah so so i think i really know him from as charles from the office even though he's probably only on two episodes just because i've seen it so many times like that's the guy from the office and he's a badass but then i looked up his resume and he's been in a million things. Yeah. Nelson Mandela and all this stuff. He's, I mean, he's just, it's just cool to see him be a kick ass, too. So is Heimdall, is that a comic book character? Yes, that's, that's a Norse okay. god character. And I will take a moment here to acknowledge a, a shitty side of nerddom where, like, when he was originally cast as Heimdall, I, I mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I'm about to say. I know. Yeah. I, I, I'm just letting my excite out early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's nerds being Puritans. Uh, oh. They're like they're uh, Norse gods or Viking gods. Therefore, they should all be white. There shouldn't be any. Yeah, of course. Like Jesus, it's and it's just the weird anal obsessiveness of a certain brand of nerd. But they're completely fine with blue frost giants. You know? Well, you know, they're cold. They're, they're made out of ice. Frost giants in the... Yeah. But, oh, but so, there like, was a, so nerd... Like, their suspension... were mad or what? They'll Some believe, nerds just don't like change. Yeah, they'll believe, like, a, a magical giant white man who can see everything that goes around on all planet Earth and all the nine realms, uh, including all the other ones that are named after weird Viking things. But right. well, his skin color Sam, can't Samuel be. L. Jackson. Skin color has to be different. That's how dare you be black. That, let's yeah. just boil it down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How That's dare right. anyone well, of the such storm... stature be black? But that was back. Yeah, that was got mad about the storm when the casting was coming out for this movie. I think by the time it came out, 
uh, no one was really, well, I'm sure uh, some people were, but. Well, he was so cool. I mean, he did a great job. I mean, yeah. he was really cool. I mean, there's no problem with it. It's is... just, it's just, it's people are racist. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, they're just fucking racist. Mm-hmm. And there's, it, there's just a fucking ton of racist fucking assholes, which we found out in the last four years. Yeah. Uh, well, if we didn't already know, yeah. uh, you found out. I've yeah. Found out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess we've all known, but, <laughs> but like we, I guess I should say we've been reminded. There I don't go. know. I remember when I they've first, been, I remember when I first, like, they've been given a lot out. more play in the mainstream in the last four years. Yeah. They've the, been bolstered, yeah, the, the they've been emboldened, always, yeah. they've been... Well, that's it. I guess they've been there, but they've been irrelevant. Uh, to some. To, to, <laughs> to your life, Joe. To, to, yeah, to my life. <laughs> I'm, or, I'm from the Deep South where they are relevant and, and, and still yeah. celebrate their heritage, I'm quoting. Yeah. And I think in relation to Idris and this movie, a lot of his credits before this were in movies where uh, he was, or TV shows, he was in The Wire for a while. So a lot of people may know him from The Wire. Uh, I know him from Daddy's Little Girl. Um, But that that image, which wasn't a clean cut guy also, adds to people's level of racism, right? So not only are you a black dude, but they've only seen yeah. you as being crafty and, and yeah. not a good guy. So that added fuel to their fire. But I always forget okay. he's in these movies. Yeah. Until I rewatch it. Because I listen, I will watch Idris on everything. I probably have watched <laughs> him in a lot of things. But when I think of things I enjoy watching him in, I forget that he is a god. I don't forget that he looks like a god. I forget yeah. that he plays one. In but the- what do you think of him? What do you think of him the most as TVJ? Like what? Like I think the, the very role? first thing I remember watching him in, and you guys probably maybe Art Star, maybe you watched this movie because it was Get Real Union back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, Daddy's Little Girls with China McClane. Yeah, but see, yeah. I knew him. I I always knew him as Stringer Bell. And I was yeah. like, oh, String of Bells on Daddy's Little Girl. So, See, Daddy's Little Girl. And it blew my mind the first time I heard him talk. Because I used to always yeah. be like, his, like, and it's weird. And I guess being from Baltimore, watching a show mm-hmm. about Baltimore, you listen to, like, even now, like, I'm saying Baltimore. Like, if I'm from, I, I don't normally just say Baltimore. So, like, listening right. to people from Baltimore talk <laughs> and, like, listening to him talk, I'm like, okay. He's supposed to be this off. dude from Baltimore, but he's also supposed to be kind of like educated, but he still doesn't sound Baltimore. So I'm like, why his his voice is it's it's kind of this weird, but it's it's still okay. And I guess because of the the role he played, it worked. Yeah. But then to me, it was just always something off about his voice. And it reminded well, me of like Gerard know. Butler, Liam Neeson. And then yep. like when I heard him talk, I was like, oh, that's why his accent sounds like that. He's a Brit. Yeah. I, so like, I get it now. Stringer um, Bell is his If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's not my I've jam. I've never watched The Wire. In fact, I don't wire. even know. Was that from the 90s, The Wire? When was that? 2000. No, early 2000s. 2000, yeah. Maybe 2002-ish. I think I've heard of it. It lasted. It was on TV for a while. It wasn't. You've heard of it, Joe. When I first yeah. moved down. I know I've heard of it, when but I, when I, first, I think I get it mixed with, like, the commish or something. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's a commish. The commish. I don't know. Like, 
The Wire, Commission. Like, was it on USA Network I mean, or something? No, it was yeah, HBO. It was on Showtime? Was it HBO? It's HBO. Oh, HBO. It's one of yeah. HBO. Michael, yeah, B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan is from The Wire. Yeah. He plays a character named oh, yes. Stinkum. Yeah. I love Michael B. Jordan. He was small Friday and Night frail. Lights. That's the first time I see Yep. Huh. What's The Wire? Is it a cop show? Yes, yeah, so it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cop show. Okay. I'll add it to my list of tons of millions of things I haven't seen. But, but I it's do... not a nerd thing. It's not a no. nerd thing, right? No. No, no. It's a gritty it's a... crime drama. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Add it. But okay. I think I love seeing his character. I think he did. He is smooth with his character. I think they yeah. wait to show us how strong he is in this movie. Like we don't, yeah. we don't see. We know he's smart. We know he's intelligent. We know he's an all seer. Yeah. Um, we know he's tuned in because the first moment Loki walks up to him before the the buddies go somewhere, he's like, yeah. "Don't even, don't don't even try it, dude. Like, <laughs> if you think you're about to, no." <laughs> He tells him yeah, he's underdressed. He's, he's in Norse mythology, and he's also like the guardian of the Rainbow Bridge, the Bifrost. And mm-hmm. and, yeah. and and I was that's another thing I was surprised about is how close to the comics the like the Rainbow Bridge. It's just like people are walking on a rainbow and they're going to Earth or they're going to whatever <laughs> other dimension they are. And yeah, that's what it is. It, like it's a lot like more crystalline and shinier than it usually is in the comics. Yeah. Just, yeah. A, just a rainbow. And they made it look cool. As cool as you can make a rainbow bridge look. They made it look yeah. really cool. No, it and looked it, really cool. I was uh, um yeah, and so Heimdall was a badass. I loved it when he was when he when he got just the effects of it when they froze him and then when he fucking broke out because he was needed. Mm-hmm. Like he just fucking said, Nah, they need me, I'm gonna bust out and then he kicks the shit out of those guys like I mean, there wasn't enough Heimdall. Was my biggest complaint. It's like I yeah. would love to. I want a. Is there going to be a Heimdall movie? Uh, Wasn't there not just a Heimdall movie? Did you movie? not yeah. see Infinity War? Well, there could always be a prequel. Well, uh, well wait, well, Joe, you'll get there. You'll, maybe you'll I get did. There, I'm sure I did. You know what? You know he's a guardian. He's kind of a night guard. He's kind of G4S. He's kind of Art Stars <laughs> uh, daytime job. Right, Heimdall. Cut, you know, it's kind and of let, watching yeah, and, and you don't get by unless I let you in. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the other night, Michael Jordan walked by, and uh, Art wouldn't let him in. He wanted to come in, and Art was like, no. Go to, go to Mertz. Uh-oh. Is it an emergency? What happened? No. You hear the beeping. It's my son in the background. It's the wait a second, because you can pick up on the mic there. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, okay, so... They arrive in Frosty Land, and <laughs> Thor asks how they got into Asgard. Uh, and the Frost King tells them there there are traitors. And at this point, I thought he knew it was Loki, but it turns out he didn't apparently. Um, but Loki talks Thor out of fighting because they're outnumbered, and the Frost King says, "Leave before I change my mind." But he agree, and Thor agrees reluctantly until. He gets called a little princess. Go away, little princess. Mm-hmm. And then Thor, yep. uh oh, it reminds me of like Back to the Future when you call him chicken. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know what's, that's exactly you know what I was like thinking, happened. yeah. And, uh, and that's a big, cool battle with lots of hammer time. Yeah. Uh, and we get to see, you know, it's clear they put this in there because who, who doesn't want to watch Thor kick a bunch of frost giants' asses? And you get to see the hammer, you know just crushing through people and it's mm-hmm. like it real really feels like you're in a comic book here like 
you know, this first bat. I think I, I think I almost think I like the first battles in all these comic book movies the best because it's like it's just the demonstration of kick ass. Yeah, um, it's just the ass Stakes. It gets. I think. I think yeah. it also gets. It gets better. Like the further along we go, like they become these dramatic. I mean, it's almost like how you know that the battle on uh, Game of Thrones. How like the battles, like there's some some of them are short, but then they take a really long time. But you see, like all of this, like angst going on, and just like camaraderie, and you know, it's it's. Yeah. And, and and it makes like sometimes you 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 watch these movies. The biggest thing is like you look for those explosions, those big battles, because it, it's like it's it's not necessarily the climax of the movie, but it's it's that extra part of action that really drives the movie. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it's. I feel like the first battle is like what draws you in. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That was cool. I want some more of that, so I will stick around. So if it doesn't, if it's kind of a mediocre battle, I'm going to be like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> it, like, sets that, up the big brawls. Cool. Like, yeah, and it was neat seeing the hammer go through guys, you know, going through their chests and everything. And you, you probably can't do that with just everybody. With the ice guys, like, they explode and all this stuff. So, I don't know. I it's also a good setup to watch them at full full strength everybody mm-hmm. at full strength in the mm-hmm. game everybody fighting we see what they can do because when they go back to battle it's not the case so i think it's really yeah. nice this first battle is like everybody is kick-ass badass at mm-hmm. full strength right now right. so it's your first and i like what andy said it's like the big thing without all the stakes like yeah and it's it's right now uh, you need to see what thor has to understand what happens when he loses it Yep. Like, like yeah. how much? Exactly. Like, like he oh. can't do that shit anymore in a little while. And that's right. a huge yeah. loss because he's but been he's, doing but, that for a but then he's years. still in his way because 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 of every what he knows what he pretty much probably only knows. Even though he can't do it as much, he's still good at it. You know, still yeah. good yeah. at it. Yeah. Oh, like when he loses his powers, he's still good at fighting. Right. Know? Right. Later. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I love. Yeah, I like this whole battle thing, and they do that good exposition during the battle about the guy. The guy realized, oh shit, my arm fucked up because he touched me. Don't let him touch your arm. And then we click. We clearly see Loki touches his arm, and he's fine. And then we get that whole background thing. But um, this ends with a big monster and Odin trying to make peace. And Frosty says, "No, it's too late. It's war." Frosty, Sloffy, Luffy. Oh, Laufey. Lau- I, I didn't real. I don't think we did. We know his name yet. Yeah. Then? I was just calling him Frosty. Well, he actually called um, him that. Yeah. Oh, when oh, Odin does? arrives, yeah. he says his name. Oh, I just call him Frost Giants and Frost. But yeah. So, uh, I, but I stopped for a second. I just thought about this, and I was like, the make. I guess it's part of the backstory, so they have to. But I was like, kind of like, why are they making these Frost Giants have like? They're not. They're not like the White Walkers. They're not just monsters. They have like. Names and a background or backstory and all this. I'm like, what do these frost giants like? They're on their world. Like, what do they do for fun? Like, what were they doing before they arrived and had to fight? Like, well, I mean, it's almost like it's almost like if you if you watch a western, 
if you watch a western or anything before that it's like nowadays we have so much technology but it's like you know yeah. kids growing up they had like cup and balls that they played with or wooden dolls <laughs> and things so it's like i'm yeah, sure they it's like the flint i'm sure they had things that they did that like to pass time because they didn't know yeah they, they don't they don't, they don't know there... anything other than what they had for whatever they, you know and at frosty land but do they sleep like do they sleep i mean they're just these ice <laughs> monsters like what do they do they eat what do they eat like where do they sleep you know at least in, in the old wild west or whatever and the you know you you'd be in a saloon and you play cards or whatever and you shoot each other or whatever but mm-hmm. like these guys are like and then when they show the baby and everything it's like are they is somebody breastfeeding that baby and what are they, you know uh, how and how are they what are, the baby's kind of cute questions that you have <laughs> yeah i didn't do enough research into frost giant civilization to answer <laughs> right. that question i'm sorry I like in the frost giant like sports Jim may be the only person to ask such questions about the frost giant i would like what are they doing? like you know they might have like big cities under the surface or mm-hmm. they might right. have uh, uh maybe they they probably have a lot of magic going on because they're frost giants and yeah. Like, it's do they do shows? Is there a magic show? show? Do you go see a Broadway play? Are there people singing? Or it could be just primitive, sort of like how you have on, like on um, Star Trek, how they have the um, the people who see the ship for the first time. It's like before that, they just went about their daily lives, and then you expose yeah. them to something, and it's it's like the butterfly effect. So yeah. maybe that's what you know. That's what goes on in any other world. Their life, they're sitting on their world. Yeah. Being frost giant. Maybe they ice skate. Maybe they're ice skating for fun. Like that ice skating, having snowballed and icicle fights. You know, well, training to be warriors. They, look, they just. I can't imagine them having fun. They're so grim and. But they and, might not be fun creatures. I. I think you're adding layers to them that aren't necessarily. He wants to. Yeah, you want. You want to give them this really big, huge backstory. Maybe they should. You yeah. should do a, a, a prequel about the frost giants. So maybe they're just angry. All, maybe they're just angry and seething all the time. There's never happy. They're just like. <laughs> but maybe that's maybe they just, them. Maybe they just come but off that way. Yeah. And maybe they make babies. Yeah, they could they be gentle. Babies have resting bitch face. We don't know. They could <laughs> be the gentle giants <laughs> who just get angry yeah, because okay. people come in messing their territory. Their territory. Yeah. So yeah. maybe it's just maybe they just send their warriors. Maybe there's like. Maybe there's like a Frosty the Snowman guy that just uh, that is just hanging out. Probably not. And they send the so are they are they made with Christmas snow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I'm gonna I, say we nix this question. And Joe, what's your next question? <laughs> okay. Odin then takes Thor's power away from him and his hammer, and he declares, "Whoever is worthy will be the only one who can lift the hammer." And he does that, whispers that, and then he throws Thor one way and the hammer the other, and then we cut back to the opening scene with two girls, two broke girls. <laughs> Uh, uh, you got it and, right. Yeah, two broke girls. I I, st- I didn't say the one cup this time. Um, <laughs> See that that right th- th- that whole plot line, banishing Thor and then throwing the hammer so he can eventually earn it back. That's the Donald Blake yeah. story. That's from comics. Except he just doesn't put him gotcha. in the doctor's body. He just sends him down and asks yeah. Thor. So so that explains everything for me because I think at first I was like, what are the chances that the hammer is going to go? You know, to the same planet, all these planets and realms. But then, they they kind of bring out later that you know Rene Russo says he's always got a plan. Yep. Whatever he says has got a plan. Exactly. So, Rene Russo is a big name to be in there just for a little bit. Like she kind of got short changed. I don't think. Uh, listen, 
Yeah. I think I don't think it's short change. You have to remember, I think for some actors, you don't always want the big parts. Like her part still feeds into the storyline. You still know who yeah, she is. It's important. Yeah. It's a still it, it's, it's like it's a blockbuster. So for her Yeah. To be in it, you know, yeah. like she's in a blockbuster movie. Even if it's for, even if it's for like you know a brief few minutes, it's, she's hey, still she a part of that cast. She was like, I only got a week in the shooting. You fools got two, three weeks. All right, <laughs> and I'm still getting paid. <laughs> I, I bet that's yeah. you want. You, you, I bet you, you guys want to know a little Rene Russo trivia. Yeah, I got a little Rene Russo superhero trivia. She apparently was originally going to be. Michelle Pfeiffer uh, in Batman, uh, yeah. Catwoman or whatever I think. Oh, and she, when, when it got when the director changed, isn't that the one that uh, Joel Joel Schumacher did that instead of mm, Tim Burton? Uh, no, uh, the Catwoman one was still to... Tim Burton. Then Joel Schumacher oh. did Batman Forever with the Riddler and Two Face. And there was a female in that. Uh, uh, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Poison Nicole Ivy. Kidman's part. Okay, sorry, not not Michelle Pfeiffer. Nicole Kidman's part, I think. Doctor Chase she was originally going to play, and when they changed directors, uh, the new director uh, cast her aside. Or whatever. Hmm. I think she still had a pretty good career. I think she was okay. I think she Thomas did. Crown Affair. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, that movie with Clint Eastwood in the line of fire. Well, she was major league. She was the the, the major the major babe in major league. <laughs> Both of them, I think, right? She was like she's the ingenue or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like said, anyway, she's, she's had a good career. Yeah. I mean, anyway, yeah. Anyway, Renee Russo. What did I say about Renee Russo? Oh, because she explains that backstory. Um. Anyway, so throws a hammer, and then um, I like that she tases him. Uh, and <laughs> like she hits him. She keeps hitting him with the car. I swear I'm not doing this on purpose. Later, she says. And then, yeah. And she t- I mean, it is it is kind of cute the whole romance thing and the reality. It's like kind of funny and goofy. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think it makes perfect sense because like she like I was saying before, like she is disheveled. She lives in a trailer. She's obsessed. She has two people she talks to, and then she's suddenly not disheveled at all. She's beautiful. Her, like, she could have been more disheveled. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, but she... Like, she should be played by Rachel Dratch, if we want, disheveled. Or Amy uh, Sedaris. Amy Sedaris. Oh, Amy Sedaris. Oh, she's in uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. that's it. She, yeah, she Amy wasn't disheveled. It, it implies dishevelment. But anyway, and suddenly, the validation of all the research she's obsessed with, the yep. proof yeah. of it, appears in the form of super gorgeous man from the stars. A super super hot guy. Yeah. Why wouldn't she be all over that? Well, and and it, and it is yeah, you're right, and it is kind of funny to see her kind of bumbling with him, like like oh like you know into like it's kind of a cute romance, like yeah, as as good as you can put right. that. Like, it's kind of got a twinge of a rom com a little yeah. bit. Yeah, um, and like that's the part of her life she obviously has not focused on, and therefore she's probably not all that good at it. But but that's but I well yeah and I think that adds to and oops hold on I'm accidentally canceled okay I think that kind of goes to the point like I came into this with my notes gonna come into this podcast episode like ah I love stupid and really I felt like it was tacked on and all this 
But Tiffany had a good point at the beginning of this whole thing saying about the accessibility to everyone. Like a family, there's something for everyone. It's family. It can be family-oriented. You got the kick-ass action and cool stuff that people generally want with comic book mm-hmm. stuff. But you got this, um, some people, <laughs> that's my dog sniffing. She's crazy. Um, but but this romance bit, this rom-com kind of thing is very appealing. And it's very, it's like. Well, and then too also, if you, if you think, if you, if you really think about it, and this is something that, that DC fails to do, is yeah, we're getting all of these characters, and especially in the order that we're getting, because it's, it's building towards, as they say in the hip-hop community, the posse cut, which is the Avengers. So, like, you, you introduce people yeah. to Iron Man, to the Hulk, you get Thor, then you get Captain America. So, you want... People say, "Why should I see this movie, The Avengers?" And like, who are these people? So it's like, like you know, you, you're gonna have to appeal to like more of an audience than just say the comic nerds, people so people can sit there go see the, well, yeah. So they get to that, and he's like, "Oh, cool, money. that's that guy." Instead of like, "Oh, who's the blonde hot guy? What does he do?" Hey, Tiffany, the who's time, the blonde hot guy in this movie? At the same time, what does he do? I was gonna say me. <laughs> What <laughs> <laughs> it is? And I would never. At, at the but same time, really it's, could go, you could, it's every movie, in every story, every TV show in the history of time. Oh, okay. Where, yeah. Where's the love story? Who's the love interest? Who's mm-hmm. what? What is? Who is he getting involved with? That's well, yeah, it's standard. That's boilerplate. Yeah. It's done. In well, a it is. It's sweet way in this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and this whole thing it could be, I mean, in hindsight, thinking back of this movie, like, this, it could be for everybody. I mean, you could not have one iota of, of knowledge of comic books or give a shit about it and be dragged by your kids who are comic book nerds as a mom or whatever and, and, get, and enjoy it. Like, yeah. it's, uh, there's a, it's like, it's like Beauty and the Beast. It's got all the, you know, whatever it is, this, monster this unlikely romance of this guy falling out of the sky whatever it is it's mm-hmm. you know uh i don't know it's like any of these that you know and it's it, it, yeah, and it's, so it's, it's i don't hate it it's much. kind of barely there it's just sort of a thing that like yeah there's an attraction here because like a we have to acknowledge how gorgeous this dude is and yeah. we, we have to have some element of this in here but it's not the focus no. it's it's the the trappings and the story no, and the worthy yeah yeah, I think that's why I felt like at the end it was a little tacked on. I was like, really? You're like in, madly in love with each other? You just had this no. one little adventure one day? That's, that they just kissed once because he's leaving forever. <laughs> he's leaving. Well, no, it, end, it ends with her like deathly trying to find him and I'll never get well, to see her. I think her. she's You'll not never really get to see her again. Him. I think he, when, when he says she's searching for you, it's not, I mean, she yeah. would like to run into Thor again. But I think that's over romanticizing. She was on to something. Like she was on to yeah. a breakthrough, and he is the link to that breakthrough. So mm-hmm. yes, yeah. he's cute, and then we want to kiss. But she—that is the link she needs to finish this research. It, it just seems like there's that last bit. I guess maybe it's not that over. Can I? Like, and also, can, like, can I just say real quick that if Tiffany, you whatever you want, if Tiffany yeah. was not on this podcast, it is weird because we're supposed to be like. Mortal enemies. But if Tiffany was not on this podcast, this conversation right now, it would be more or less us 
if we we wouldn't have the same, you know, um, opinion, opinion, but also like you know the male gaze is different. So to us, sort of just yeah. like we wouldn't even think about like oh well you know she really wants him that's why she's trying like t- t- like Tiff brings that whole like yeah well you know there's more than just you know him like she's she's a scientist like to her oh, this this yeah. is getting her going just yeah. as much as the hot I guy mean, hot. you know. He's like a bonus, right? He's like a bonus, right? <laughs> right. It's, it's the key to her research and look at you. Exactly. But uh, I just want to note that Archstar just said basically that I am the best. No, and no, no. So yes. We are mortal enemies. No, but... He appreciates me. Yeah, we're, recorded we're, we're like, I'm like Ben Solo when she's like Ray. So we're both like, okay. we're, we're both like the last. Um, no, I think. No, I do think you're honest. I think there is something very important what T- TBJ brings besides right. all the awesomeness right. and coolness. But there is something about that is that what I think is so cool and different about nowadays nerds. And like she says, she's the secret nerd. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't expect her to be a nerd. But that's the cool thing is that for years and years and years, Andy will attest to that. Like male nerds have just like disregarded females as just objects well not even and, uh, things, and, and, and you know it's, it's not necessarily disregard it's and this is it's, it's weird that well, they didn't understand it's weird they don't know what a woman's thinking yeah like, yeah but but it's also it's weird that we like 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 humans in general we are all about stereotypes so it's yeah. like okay you know most most people if like like if you go on twitch like twitch like not even not even comic books, like the video game world now. Like there are so yeah. many women who play video games, and people think, "Oh, she a vid- she play video games. She must not be that attractive." There, there, re- and, and it, not that, not to objectify, but like there are a lot of really attractive women who are doing things in quote unquote nerd culture that if you were to see them walking down the street. Or, you know, you couldn't pick them on and say, like, yeah, she probably plays video games. You know, That's she probably... About Jane, when you were like, she's too cute. And I was like, why can't a scientist be cute? Right. Like, yeah, she right. She can still yeah. be cute mm-hmm. but but like my point was it's just like there's so much in these cultures nowadays that you think when you think of a woman liking, you know, nerd culture, you expect... And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you just automatically assume that she's quote unquote homely, as opposed to like, you know. Well, because that's what we've been shown. Exactly, exactly. But then it's it's also that whole. It's like that whole. Like I say, it's just the whole human disposition of you know be drawn towards stereotypes. Well, yeah, and things are different now Mm -hmm. and changing. But I think historically, like for years, yeah. The nerds that like this kind of stuff were just nerds and packs of nerds that never talked to girls. Yeah, so that, that was awesome. But then it's also mind, girls because nerd have a, being a being a nerd has always is is always been. I don't want to say taboo, but it's been always been like if you're a nerd, you're you know you have a certain you carry yourself a certain way, and then society yeah. looks at nerds as I'm like like they're actually thinking about redoing. Revenge of the Nerds, and it's not even the whole premise of it is going to kind of erase. It not about rape. <laughs> <laughs> not about date rape. But date it, rape doesn't win. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But it just it's just it's just the way that you know nowadays 
how we view things as opposed to how we used to view things back in the day. And it's one of those things like we still hold on to the back in the day just because yeah. it's, it's just like how you mentioned the whole racism thing. Like these are things yeah. that like like for the most part they're inherent in people. So it's kind of hard for them to shake, you know, with the, the norm. Yeah. And then they don't necessarily embrace the different, even though the world is ever changing. So yeah, yeah the, that's uh, a good. Well, I I love that it's finally you know it's different too that. Like you said, like you'd be surprised that girls can play video because I think again that's society's always told girls you you don't these aren't for you you can't be and, and, this and, unless and, you're this and not even and, and this not right. o- not only is it I guess a sexist thing but it's also kind of sort of an ageist thing as well like you know that that like yeah. like for instance like the fact that we already aged ourselves pretty much. I mean, like, I follow people on YouTube. These are older, like, these are guys' granddads who are, like, toy collectors. Like, these guys literally yeah. go out and spend hundreds of dollars on action figures. And they, they have whole live grandkids. You know, so, but but then it's like this whole thing, whole like, life? yeah, whole live, whole live, whole live. It's a thing. But, like, you a whole yeah. live adult, I'm a whole. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, it's, okay. but then it's, Get but then slang, there's this, Joe. yeah, but then there's this okay, thing sorry. where people sit there and say, like, oh, toys are for kids, or this is for that, or this is, so yeah. it's, it's, it's hard for some people to wrap their mind around change in nerd culture so much yeah. that when yeah, you that's, see that's, something that seem, doesn't seem the norm it, and like my thing is like i love seeing the eye candy or whatever but i'm the type of person like i'm that type of nerd that i may sit there and say how like how the last part like our, our last movie how like i was all up on Liv tyler about how i don't like her voice yada 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 don't but it's one of those things where it's like because <laughs> as a nerd as a nerd even though i didn't like her voice I would still go see things with her in it because to me, like no matter what her voice sounds like, I'm going next to see how the story plays out. So like, and, and like in this movie, like even though I love Natalie Portman, this could have been Amy Sedaris playing it. And I would still want to, I would still see watch Thor and still question yeah. why this got made. But to me, it's still been <laughs> all about Thor, the nerdy part. It has just been like, Ooh, being able to see, ne- Thor on a big screen as opposed to like who's playing what you know like I have a quick nerd a nerd question about this that came up that I just remember that I was thinking in the back of my head was mm. there did, was I detecting a something like a, either a jealousy or something between that other lady who they called Xena like they joked about uh, Sif from his yeah no. Xena Jackie Chan and like Robin a, Hood <laughs> yeah, there, yeah I love that I love when they said that yeah. But is there like a yeah. is there something there between her and, and Thor? Uh, uh, Sif, uh, uh, who is you know the his Sif, yeah, right. Lady, Lady Sif, Sif, right, is in North mythology is Thor's wife. Oh, really? Yeah, they they get married and they okay. have a thing. And there's also like a thing in the comics, like they're a, a, a thing for a long while, I believe. Or there's because you can kind of tell. Kind of I, I felt like I could tell she she kind of liked him. Yeah. Uh, but then like, part of what you were saying, Art, I was wondering, have you guys watched The Boys on Amazon Prime? I've watched a few episodes, but not. So it's there's a, I mean it's a superhero thing but it's like so far it's like the biggest thing I've ever seen that's like if superheroes were in today's yeah. shitty world yeah. that we're in so it's like real 
You have the one. What's her name? Like what's her name? Hot, hot, is, it, is it highlighter? Like nightliner? What's the the the, 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 uh, the douchebag? Uh, I can't remember his name either. But the Captain America guy's an a, like yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And they and and they try to like the heroes are tor- horrible people. Like the guy who's like Aquaman, like sexually assaults the new hero right away, yeah. and like tries to make her give him a whatever. Anyway, but there's this whole bit about they make the girl, the new girl, like dress real scantily, uh, and she's like, "That's not." I'm not here for that. It's my body. And they're like, if you want to be in the seven, this is how you got to dress. And there's this whole thing about, you know, and they're like, oh, no, yeah. it's cool. It's women's And the lip. fact, the fact that it's a that woman who's making them do all of this stuff. You know, she's yeah, a. It is, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, Adventures in Babysitting Girl. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Shue. Uh, Elizabeth Shue yep. is the, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, I'm only in a couple of episodes in, but. The, the Boys yeah. was based on a comic that I believe was written by Garth Ennis, who. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, <laughs> yes, Andy bringing the nerd knowledge. He, he's, I haven't read The Boys. But, I mean, I've skimmed it in the uh, in the, the comic stores back in the day. But Garth Ennis is a good writer. He can tell a mean story, and a lot of them are actually mean. Uh, but he also notoriously does not like superheroes. Uh, okay. He wrote for he wrote like the Punisher for Marvel because that's about as close to a superhero as oh. he'll get. And uh, okay, it's a lot like Punisher. I feel like it's real dark, real yeah, dark. Yeah, he does that, but it's good. I think it's good. I think it's really good. It's uh, that I kind of just don't want to see another evil Superman story, but uh, so I haven't I've been and, kind of and you, know, you know what's funny about, not really funny, but what, what I find about these movies and these shows that are based on comic books that aren't necessarily, I don't want to say that, they're, they're, they're not, it's not an indie book, but it's a book that, that uh, like, unless you know that it's based on a comic book, you look at like, oh, this is some kind of weird off-brand superhero thing. To me, it, it's it's kind of hard to follow them. Like I hear Umbrella Academy is a really good st- show, and like I, I try oh, to I watch it, but I'm like, it doesn't. It's one of the things where it's like I can't really dive into it. Lock and key. But honestly, I think because we aged ourselves. Honestly, I think those new series aren't for us. Mm-hmm. They're, they're You're probably right, but but then some. Like, I've I've read some books. I've read I've read some comic books where you know like there's um, Jeff Lemire has a book. I'm a, a, he does a book. And I can't. The name of the book is the name of the um, characters. You know it's 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 eluding me now. But um, and I actually knew one of the guy who does. Who does like the coloring and the ink or whatever on the book? But it's actually a show that they're doing, and it's like the book I like, like even like The Walking Dead. Like I used to, I love reading The Walking Dead comic books, and then I loved watching. Was, co- was that a was that a comic book before? Uh, yeah, show? yeah, 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 yeah. It's the the, what? the show. I have no the, idea. I stopped watching the show after. Like, anyway, but it's like there's certain. I don't have enough brain capacity for all the things you guys are teaching me. Where do you guys put all this? There's stuff? certain. Tell our audience real quick who is listening. If you haven't caught on by this umpteenth episode by now, we are the most tangent having. Son of a gun in <laughs> podcast history because we done got so far left with Thor. And it's going to wrap it up, but I'm going to bring us back to Thor. Wait, okay, so, what, what, I, what, I was, what I was trying to what I was just trying to say is there's so many shows and things out there that are based on like books, which may seem like indie books, but then also aren't necessarily. 
you wouldn't like see a random person picking up this comic and reading that are actually good but then there's also some that they make shows for which you will say that they're good but it's only as good i think i feel like it only becomes as good because people don't know the back history as much so to them their experience going and watching it like everyone who watches umbrella academy and the boys they probably like like joe didn't know the thing was based on a comic book it was probably just like oh this is a cool superhero kind of movie show i'm watching a superhero kind of show but yeah i think you're a hundred percent right because the guys who told me about it are friends of mine who I can't get to listen to this podcast because they're like nerd stuff. No thanks. But they watch that kind of thing. They told me about the boys. Oh, it's like superheroes, <laughs> but it's different. You should see it, and I, I guarantee you, they have no idea because if, if they're guys book. and it's violent. You know, men love they're, violence and well, shit blowing honestly, up. <laughs> you know, honestly, they're guys I used to work with, and they're honestly like at this point in the pandemic, they're just out of shit to watch. Like, <laughs> what else can we watch right. that we can talk about and kind of watch at the same time? And so they kind of recommended it, and they burned through it. Like, they couldn't stop watching it. Mm-hmm. Like, they they burned through the two seasons. I was like, man, this is unbelievable. I've never seen a show like this. Uh, but they said, don't let your kids watch it or whatever. And then, uh, so I'm real behind on it. But but that's exactly what we said. They've made it for people who aren't comic book mm-hmm. people and would never know it. Uh, but I think uh, Tiff's got a good point to bring us back. But I think I think we should probably wrap up for now, don't you think? Uh, and then and we'll come back and continue yeah. forward because we got quite a bit. And then, you know. I know Tiffy's. You got some kids that are bugging you, uh, and I probably got kids that are bugging me. So, I think we can call it a night for this one, and then come back and continue Thor. All right, where do we leave off? Just to, uh... we left off. It, he just landed, and we kind of got. And he was <laughs> about to. The next scene was gonna be the hospital scene. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, wow. But can I say, just just the fact that the the way the movie plays out, you like we've. We're just getting to the part where about the hospital, but that's already yeah. almost 40 minutes into the movie. Right? Yeah. Because you have, like, yeah, the whole... The, the frost, the, the whole frost giant thing was quite a bit. Right, you know, right, like right. So yeah, we're probably 40 I mean, minutes we, in, we haven't been slacking. We haven't, been, we haven't yeah. been slacking that much when it comes to this movie. Like, this movie, while it came out in the theaters, it, to, in my opinion, it was like a made-for-TV movie that happened to... You know, Marvel had the money to put in the theaters. We know how you feel about the movie. Boy, when we get to the wrap-up, <laughs> I already know how I started. <laughs> I'm just but saying. But you know what? I think, I'm just saying, I think we you can know. change his mind. Because I'm going to say, I felt the same way. In fact, like, you know, pretty early on when he finally gets to the, the hammer, meow, meow, <laughs> I totally did, didn't remember exactly this is, what that, happened. That should definitely thinking, be the title of this. <clears throat> meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. I was thinking he would he was going to pull it up right away. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. He's, he just needs to find it, and he'll get it. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah, he's got to learn his lesson first. And then I, in my head I thought, wait, we we got most of this movie where he doesn't even have any powers? What's this movie about? What's going to be in this movie? And it, But it was good. Like, I I found myself really enjoying the 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 banter back and forth with the regular, the regular people, especially the girl from Two Girls, and, like, like I loved, I loved. My favorite thing was when he threw the coffee cup. I was like, <laughs> she's like, well, you know, just say you want another one. No more did. smashing. <laughs> no more smashing. Uh, I don't know. So, I, in hindsight, I I love that fish out of water kind of stuff yeah. that happened, and you know, I don't know. So we'll we'll get to that soon. I uh, will come back next episode 
and uh, get back into this stuff. Because we're at the hospital scene where he kicks all the orderlies' asses. <laughs> yeah. um, but then he's like, my favorite thing, right at the end of that, he's like, you're no match for the mighty. And then, oh, yeah, he, you are a match. Like, he <laughs> yeah. be taken. He um, hasn't realized he's mortal yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, so that was, it's fun. It's good. I don't know. So, Art hates it. Art Star hates it. But I don't hate DJ it. I just, I just, it just you know. Well, we'll come back nepo- next episode. Made we'll find TV, out. It Does sounds like you hated it. Like, who <laughs> yeah, says Marvel movie was made for TV? I, I think I like, like Shield. I like Shield. Agents of Shield, and that was and Peggy Carter. Those were both Marvel, you know, the, um, uh, television uh, shows. But can we find out next episode? Can we make Art Star like it? Can, does TBJ like it for more than Chris Hemsworth's body? We'll find out <laughs> yeah. next, next time. episode on. Nerd school. Okay. Nerd so. school. Nerd school. Let's keep Andy thinking nerd school. Nerd school. Nerd school. Nerd school. Oh, Excelsior. 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 Oh, my glasses are broken. My pocket is protected. About the president no more But evidently they don't see we in the streets still poor Still more incarceration of my kinsmen by the prisons And people thinking this election to end in racism Proud of a pessimism, glad to see Obama But don't expect me not to speak out when I still see problems The Nerd School Podcast Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network Powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improve.